So there are cool people and then there's really cool people. And then there's my buddy, Jeremy, who I'm here with today. So ladies and gentlemen, you are in for a treat on this new American town podcast. Cause we are sitting at Haxton road studios with Jeremy McGee. How are you doing today? I'm doing good after that really nice ego boost. Thank you. That was a <laughs> like, really cool intro. Was that it with the $20 you gave me? I feel like that's, was that right. appropriate? Yeah. I got my money's worth. You got your money's worth. That's right. <laughs> so, uh, what have you been up to? There's so much I want to talk to you about, but, uh, let's start off with, I, you know, you've been on the road, but you, you recently moved here to Bentonville. Yep. And bought a house. Yep. Uh, so tell us about sort of that uh, what brought you to that decision. And for the folks out there, why don't you, can you give us like a little bit of, uh, background, your history? Um, what got you into, uh, to mountain biking sort of, uh, you know, extreme sports in general and how all of that brought you here at Bentonville? Um, all right. I guess I can get, give you a quick rundown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I'm from San Diego. Um, I've been a runner and a surfer my entire life. Uh, I don't consider myself a mountain biker, actually. Oh, okay. And uh, I was in a motorcycle accident in 2001 and paralyzed from that. I'm a paraplegic. And um, in my efforts to figure out how to get on the trail and how to get onto the beach, you know, researching things like off-road wheelchairs and things like that, I... I found this really cool mountain bike and this bike is how I get on the trail. It's how I trail run. I always say if yeah. I wasn't in a wheelchair that I'd be one of those weirdo ultra runners, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know? And so this bike is how I get, I get out there and uh, am, am able, am able to have a relationship with nature and you know, just decided to fully embrace it, you know, throw on the full face and the armor and ride the bike park too. Yeah. And I guess I'm a mountain biker now. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, yeah, maybe you'll have to add mountain biker to your, uh, to your, to your, uh, list of accomplishments. But, uh, so, but you've been all over, I mean, you've been all over the country, uh, out on trails. Um, it seems like every time, uh, I look at Instagram or, uh, hear from you you're in some other you know some part of of the country but you've had a lot of experience on a lot of different trails and part of that if i understand correctly is that you're going out and and sort of seeing what trails are sort of um available uh for other adaptive riders and adaptive experiences is that correct that is correct okay um as cool as this bike is it is limited Mm -hmm. You know, and I've gotten into some pretty precarious situations out on the trail, um, especially ride by myself. Yeah. And I've even been helicoptered out before. Wow. I've had to call 911 twice. <laughs> wow. And um, just a normal day riding can turn into something not so fun really quickly. Yeah. Um, you know, a rollover can happen at any moment, um, even no matter what trail I'm on. It happens so fast and so easily, and uh, it depends if I'd roll off the trail or not, if I'm right. able to get back out. Um, and then you can imagine 
you know, turning that thing around on a piece of tight single track with a drop off mm-hmm. as a paraplegic sitting on the ground. <laughs> right. Right. Not an easy task to perform. Um, so I was out there, am out there having these experiences and I'm like, man, there's gotta be something out there. Someone's gotta have a blog or something. And I was really coming up empty handed, you know, the information is just not out there. Right. Right. Um, and, uh, so I called up trail forks, which is mm-hmm. number one mountain bike information resource. And I asked them if they were interested in documenting this information so that adaptive riders can use the app like anybody else. And they said, yes, we want to do this. Yeah. So I developed a, uh, you know, simplified rating system and started sharing my trail experiences, um, which turned into a fun YouTube channel. Yeah. And, uh, the, with the goal of big data, you know, over time, you know, documenting one trail at a, at a time, each ride and uh, training other riders to do the same thing in their respective areas. So that in like 10 years or so, there's enough information out there where I can just pull up the app. And I'm like, Oh, cool. I can, this trail's good. Uh-huh. This trail not. And nowhere I can ride safely. That is, that is fascinating. So when, when you came up with the rating system, did you base that off of another rating system that you, uh, that's already out there? Or did you just sort of make that up completely from scratch? Good question. Um, kind of a little bit of both. Okay. Um, the rating system from scratch, totally. Okay. Um, and it's all based on logic. <laughs> well, the thing. So rare these days. <laughs> where is the logic in the world, right? That's right. Um, but the goal is to not reinvent the wheel. There's so much really good information out there already that already exists. Mm-hmm. Um, an adaptive writer might need to look at it through a different eye. Um, you know, the, the blue, black, green thing. Right. Sometimes that's a little switched around for adaptive writers, but the information is still there. And an adaptive writer can figure that out usually. Um, the, the question that we want to answer with the rating system is does an adaptive rider need a support rider or not? Mm. That's the only question it answers and identifies potential obstacles. Okay. That's it. That seems very streamlined and yes, sort of exactly, exactly the info that people are going to need. I, I agree with that statement. Um, not everybody agrees with that. Hmm. People want more information. Yeah. But, and people don't agree with having a simplified rating system, which is what Trail Forks asked for, by the way. They yeah. wanted something very simplified that's duplicatable across, you know, multiple platforms. Yeah. They want this to be something that, you know, other services can use as well, which is very unselfish of them. And um, they want to be, us to be set up for success, right. you know? Right. Um, but the thing is, is when there's all kinds of information, well, for example, there's, there's other people out there doing the same thing and they provide amazing amounts of information and have like color coded, really, you know, intricate systems. Yeah. And I go to their website and I'm, Oh my God, this is, I'm a little overwhelmed. Right. I can't focus. Um, but it's, it is really good information. Once I can get my mind to settle down and focus, I can kind of figure things out. But the problem is everything in the middle everything that's in the maybe area, right? you know, um, there's still a question. 
And the only way to find out is to ride the trail, really. Right. Um, and how many people out there do you know that do research before going for a ride? Yeah. Not very Probably many. Not very many. If, if someone's going to do research, they're going to usually, for the most part, do two things. One, watch video. They're right. going to go on YouTube and type right. the trail name in, and they're going to watch video. Right. So that's part of the rating system. It doesn't exist on its own. It works in conjunction with uncut video yeah. and a trail blog. So you might go, you might read a trail blog maybe. Um, but the other thing you're probably that you might do is look for recommended routes, right? You're going to find a recommended route and follow the route and watch video on those trails. That's what most people are going to do. And that's part of what you're doing right now as well, right? You're putting together part of your video series. Correct me if I'm wrong on this, but part of your video series that you've put together is actually documenting a lot of these trails and your experience as you go out and sort of try these trails and, 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 and your process of sort of putting together this rating system. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Um, so I'm out there riding and um, I'm sharing my experience. Yep. I'm, I'm showing the trail, uh-huh. but it's kind of, well, and I'm also providing other information too, like on staging, yep. on facilities, on gates, um, which are all very important for adaptive riders to know those things. That, that's all in, in the blogs, the trail blogs. But the funny thing is um, I kind of missed my calling as a, as a teenage man. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I, I really didn't have, I didn't have parents that like gave me the tools to like one, be a, be a man in this world. I had to learn that on my own way later. Right. And, um, but also to kind of, to under, to better understand who I am mm -hmm. at my core, mm -hmm. I had to kind of figure that out on my own too, without any guidance, without, with very little guidance. And when you're a teenager and you don't have guidance, what do you do? You just follow the flow and do what's cool. Right. 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 So what was cool is I playing football. So I played football, uh, when looking back, you know, football, I did well because I, I worked really hard at it Yeah. and I'm athletic, but I was ever, wasn't ever going to go anywhere with it. Right. right. I mean, look at me. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm not built for it, you know? Yeah. But what me I could both. <laughs> what are you talking about? You're like middle, you have middle linebacker all over you. Jeremy, this is on video. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, if I had stuck with cross country, which I did dabble in, mm. um, I maybe could have gone somewhere with that. And if I would have joined the drama club, ah. that's what I would have done. Yeah. Uh, so I kind of missed my calling as a thespian. Right. Um, and so the YouTube channel has kind of brought that out of me. Well, listen, I mean, I, I've, I've seen so many, if not all of the videos that, that you have, you've watched all my videos out there. Well, I shouldn't say all of them. Cause <laughs> I, I went to your YouTube page today and I realized there's like even more content than I think I found the last time I was there. So, but I've, I've watched a lot of them and, uh, you're just great on camera and like, Thanks, you know, the, the, the videos themselves are entertaining. So let's, let's raise a flag at this point in the podcast and tell everybody where the name, where they can find uh, this channel on YouTube. Cause people, you got to go check this out. Well, you can just search my name, Jeremy McGee yep. it usually comes up, but the name of the channel, um, I came up with, uh, it's cause life in a wheelchair is pretty much relegated to 
the pavement. Mm -hmm. And um, like I was saying, this bike allows me to get off the pavement and out onto the trail and have a relationship with nature. So I see it as, you know, unpaving people's lives in a wheelchair or not. And I'm proposing a movement of all of us off the pavement and into the wild. And so hence the name, the unpavement. I love that. The unpavement. Yeah. That is just great. So if you look up the unpavement on YouTube, you'll find it. That's perfect. So everybody stop what you're doing right now. Go check out the unpavement on YouTube, or if you don't, take some time this weekend and get into it. It's like, it's, it's really, really, really great content. Uh, and just really some fascinating, some fascinating stuff. And part of, part of that content is about your move to Bentonville. So I'm sure you get, so you grew, you, you have a place in San Diego right now. And I'm sure people are like, well, why would you want to leave San Diego? Obviously a beautiful place, but of all the places in the country you could have moved to, you chose to buy a house here in Bentonville. Why was that? Uh, well, there's cool places everywhere. Yeah. You know, San Diego's awesome. Yeah. There's pros and cons to everything though. Yeah. You know, there's awesome things about it. There's not so awesome things about it. Same with here. There's awesome. This place is awesome, you know, and there's places, you know, there's, there's not so great things, but everything in life. Um, but moving here, I wanted to be, well, I'm also the U S dealer for those bikes yep. that I ride. They're made in Poland and I, I've acquired demo bikes mm -hmm. and I wanted to be in a destination mountain bike place right? where people could are San Diego has good mountain biking, but no one's going to really travel there to go mountain biking specifically. Right. They might end up riding a bike while, while they're there, but they're not going there for that reason. Right. People come here to ride. Yep. Because the, the mountain bike infrastructure is amazing. Right. So I wanted to be in a place like that where people would come to try the bike, come to ride anyways, even if they're trying a bike or not interested in getting a bike or not. Yeah, no, that, that totally makes sense. I mean, you know, and, uh, we've labeled ourselves as the mountain bike capital of the world, uh, partly because of that infrastructure, but also, you know, because of the accessibility on the trails. And I mean, you've traveled around a lot, so I'll ask you, I mean, have you found that sort of the amount of trails that are, accessible for adaptive riders here versus maybe, you know, trails around the country that, you know, there's just a lot of accessibility here. Cause it seems like that's part of what you're documenting uh, in your series right now as well. Absolutely. Yeah. The, um, the adaptive mountain bike friendliness here mm -hmm. is exceptional. Yeah. And there's a lot to ride, um, man. And I'm, I'm still new and I'm still just learning and there's so much, People are asking me about these trails. I'm like, oh my God, I haven't heard about that. I haven't heard about that. I haven't, oh my gosh. And, right, right. And um, oh my God, I use the, uh, this is this is a funny analogy. Um, do you remember Fraggle Rock? I do. Yes. <laughs> this is going to seem so random. You remember the little, I can't remember if they're blue or green, but the little guys that were always constantly building, they're called the dozers. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. That's what it reminds me of here. Oh. Is they're yeah. constantly building and it, it's, it's not going to stop. Yeah. There's big plans and, and now all the new building is being done with 
with different user groups in mind and especially adaptive mountain bikers. Yeah. So everything that's going in from now on is going to be very inclusive. Yep. Uh, that's exciting. Absolutely. And then, yes, the current infrastructure um, is mostly machine built with a lot of planning in mind and really, really thought out well. Yeah. And for that reason, yes. You know, there's, there's you know, issues here and there, and that's what I'm here to, to look at yeah. is those things. And um, coming back here, I got back last week and was able to ride a slaughter pen for the first time since, uh, you know, submitting all my reporting and everything. And they've already begun work, and it's really cool to see the fruits of our labor already. And, yeah, cool. and see those changes out there already. Yeah. Yeah. We had a group of adaptive riders out here this weekend for, uh, during outer bike. Yeah. And it was so cool just watching them rip through, you know, a section that had been updated, you know, so that they could rip through it. Right. Right. And it was so cool to see them just rip through it. They didn't, they didn't know that that wasn't like that, you know, Yeah. a few weeks ago and that had been changed. Um, and it was just cool. So cool to see that firsthand for the first time. That is fantastic. And so you're going to, I know you're going to continue to travel, uh, with all the work that you do, but you're going to continue sort of the video series kind of highlighting trails here in Bentonville as well, right? Yes. So, you know, my videos up until now have been mostly South in the Southwest. Yeah. A lot of California, uh, a lot of Arizona and Utah and Colorado, because that's, where I've, I've been. Um, and so now that I'm out here, naturally videos are going to be covering this area. Right. But I've kind of, uh, coined it as chapter two mm -hmm. of my channel and I'm changing things. It's not a mountain bike channel. Right. And it never has been for me. It's, it's more about, you know, motivating you to, to get outside and, and be active. Yeah. Um, and, you know, to, even just simply just to entertain you. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of entertainment out there today. And a lot of it is very dark. There's this epidemic of just dark shows right now. Yeah. And I want to offer something, even on the pure, the simplest level, uh, you know, entertainment that doesn't leave you feeling dark, doesn't leave you feeling empty, but the opposite, you know, leaves you feeling good about yourself and, and maybe even just motivated yourself yeah. to, to get out there at the simplest level, just providing positive entertainment. Yeah. Basically. Well, man, that's, that's inspirational. I'll tell you it's working. I mean, you know, um, every time I watch one of your videos, I want to get outside. There you go. Or call you and say, Hey, when are, <laughs> when are we going to hang out again? You let's know? go. Yeah, exactly. Let's do it. And I'm like, let's stay inside and drink. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. But the channel's changing. Um, yeah. like I was saying, it's not about mountain biking. I want to cover, um, more of the in between Yeah, the, you know, what it takes for me to get out there and, uh, my, my daily life, more, more of that stuff, more of the travel, more of the beers with friends, right. more of the lifestyle stuff rather than just the sport. And it's cool things too, where that, that I, I think is just really interesting that, that people are already kind of keen in on you've even i i think there you know you even highlighted kind of like moving to bentonville buying a house what it like the, all those things that you know a, a, a lot of us do 
Um, but you're kind of highlighting that process uh, as well. And um, so I, I believe that's one of the videos as well, right? Like yeah, moving I went, into the home. Yeah, I want to show the house and the work on it right. and the, uh, the, build, the building of my studio yeah. in the house because I'm going to be doing, I'm trying to really get going on my podcast too. Yeah. I want to be able to record podcasts in the home. Uh, my van, uh-huh. um, you know, <laughs> California boy in Arkansas, <laughs> <laughs> <You're right. laughs> you know, all that stuff is the stuff I want to cover. It's, it's, it's a lot more, I, I think about the channels that, you know, I'm excited to sit down and binge on and those channels. It's because I'm invested in the people. I want to know what, what's up with them. Right. You know, like, oh, what are they doing? What are they doing now? And it's not necessarily to see the trail. Right. You know, there is that viewer that wants to see that trail. And I started another channel. It's called the Unpavement Uncut. Mm-hmm. And that's just raw trail video. Yeah. That's all that is. It's super easy. I just upload the raw trail video. And then this channel is becoming more about the lifestyle and yeah. everything in between. Yeah. Yeah. Which is, which is just great. And I think it's part of that lifestyle piece that you're building out. While uh, basing out of Bentonville, you have a pretty cool uh, sponsor that some people may be aware of. Speaking of beer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What's going on with uh, Sierra Nevada? Uh, they're just good people. Yeah. They're really good people. And they have decided that they believe in what I'm doing and want to support me. Yeah. And growing up you know, or, or living so long without like really close family. Um, it's nice for someone to step up and say, we want to support you. Yeah. And have, and I've like found a family Yeah, in this beer company yeah, that's great. <laughs> out of California, out of Northern California. Yes. Sierra Nevada brewing company. They, um, they, they are not just sending me beer, but they are supporting me monetarily. Yeah. And um, they have the means to do it. Um, and you can buy their beer knowing that they support your boy and you can feel good about spending money on that product. Absolutely. I really mean that. I'm not just saying that because they're a sponsor. I really mean that. Like, yeah. Um, sometimes they can't always get me beer. What beer do you think I go buy when I'm at the store? Because I want to support them too. You know? Right, right. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Well, uh, that is that is so cool to hear. And um, I hope you also feel like, you know, you have a family here in Northwest Arkansas too, because I know I'm not just speaking for myself, but a lot of, you know, a lot of our mutual friends. And I know a, a, a lot of people, you know, here in the community, we just love having you here. So, uh, man, it's going to be, it's, it's exciting what's happening in Bentonville. Uh, we have people coming in from all over the country, uh, to kind of experience it for themselves. Um, you're going to be out there kind of part of your story is going to be the Bentonville story, you know, as we move forward. Uh, as well, which is, which is going to be exciting. And, uh, so let's talk about, you know, what's kind of come up, coming up in the future for you. Ooh, great question. Um, I do want to say though, thank you Yeah, for your, for your kind words. Um, I, I so get in my head and, uh, always think like negative things. Yeah. And so it's really nice to hear things like that and to, to feel so accepted and, and loved. And that is above and beyond this being a mountain bike destination. That is the reason why I moved here. 
yeah. because I was welcomed with open arms and felt like I was part of a family immediately. Yeah. Immediately. The first day I was ever here. Yeah. So that's the reason to be here. hundred percent. Well, you're, you're exactly right about that. I mean, the community here is just really fantastic. It's ridiculous. There's something going on every night, every day. Yeah. Yeah, people are calling, texting, like, "Hey, you going to this? Are you going to that? Going to this? <laughs> like, oh my god, yes, 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 yes! I want to be alone. <laughs> <laughs> no way! I love it. I love it. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I spend a lot of time alone on yeah. the road and everything, and it's just, it's it's really nice. There's always something. There, oh, someone always wants to ride. Someone always wants to go have a drink. Someone, you know, there's always you know something going on. A group. There's group rides like every night of the week. It seems right, like yeah. Right. Um, what's in the future for me? A great question. Um, well, that's a great question because I'm thinking about a future for the first time in my life. Hmm. Um, I didn't think I'd live to see 40 and I have lived accordingly. Yeah. Um, so, you know, when it comes to buying a house and things like that, this, uh, this was an, in, it was not something that was in my purview until just very recently. Yeah. So I'm a big boy now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all grown up. Well, welcome to the club. So, um, you know, I've got a business, I've got a home. Uh, I mean, it's hard for me to think past this week with having a house that needs so much work right now. Yeah. Um, that's stressful in its own. You know, I, oh, I yeah. tend to, I tend to be, uh, you know, kind of anxiety ridden and, uh, man, <laughs> fixing up a house, um, <laughs> in, and on your own, you know, is, uh, is I'm definitely experiencing anxiety. Let's yeah. just say that. Right. Um, there's a lot to do and I have to like narrow my focus. Mm -hmm. I'm like, okay, one step at a time, buddy. Let's, yeah, that's let's right. do this. Um, I'm going to get a couch this week. Hey, <laughs> hey. <laughs> also a big commitment. Big commitment, the couch. <laughs> um, my future, well, it's my goal to be able to go on tour every year um, and document trails. Yeah. Uh, and being able to make that a reality is going to be some work where I can spend three months of the year on the road documenting my experiences, making videos, and um, building up the information uh, for ad adaptive friendliness on trails. Right. Um, and also training others to do that as well. That's yeah. my goal. Um, and to set something in motion that's in place long after I'm gone. That's, that's about what I think for my future right now. That's fantastic, man. Yeah. Well, you're going to make it happen. I think so. You're um, already making it happen. So that's what I know. <laughs> <laughs> I want to make my life count, man. Yeah. Um, before I know it, there's going to be an 80 year old man looking back at me in the oh, mirror yeah. saying, what the hell did you do with your life, Jer? God, it goes by fast, doesn't it? Right. And I don't want to be one of those people that says they're going to do all these things and never does them. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's one of the things that comes with age. I was talking to somebody about this the other day. I mean, you know, when you're in your late teens, early 20s, it's like a year is a long time. And I'm just thinking about this year. I, you know, I was talking to somebody yesterday and it's like 2021, it's almost over. Like this, this year's been flying by. And, uh, but I think some of that has to do with, you know, as you get older, you start to, time starts to become a little bit more, uh, of a factor. So I hear exactly what you're saying and it's very admirable. I mean, there's a lot of people that 
you know, they're focused on sort of getting to the next level of sort of uh, success of some kind, but to have a goal of like actually really spending your time narrowing in on something that's going to have uh, a lasting effect for a lot of people, you know, is a very admirable thing. So tip of the hat to you. I, I appreciate that. that. Um, <clears throat> I'd be lying if I said I wanted this, you know, yeah. um, I, I don't want to be an adaptive rider. Mm -hmm. I don't want to be paralyzed. Being in a wheelchair sucks. Right. <laughs> to be totally honest with you. Right. You know? Right. Um, but we need to play our best hand. Yeah. You know? And when I think, okay, how can I make my life most count in this crazy world of ours? This is it. This bike trails this world. Yep. And, uh, this channel, uh, is, and in my vision, the, the best I could do with my life right now. Yeah. And I think that that's what we all need to do. You know, um, if there's something that's not right, if there's, we're unhappy in, in some way, like we need to spearhead that and figure it out because life is very short. Yeah. No, that's exactly right, man. Uh, I don't think there's a better way to end this podcast than that, <laughs> that, that note right there. Oh, like, really? I'm, I was like, bust out the whiskey. Let's get, let's, <laughs> let's roll with this. <laughs> exactly. exactly. That's another podcast another time. But uh, listen, I want to I wanna thank you for your time. I want to thank you uh, on behalf of everybody for like all of the work that you're doing. Uh, it's so just fantastic to have you here uh, in Bentonville and sort of already integrated into the community and uh, you're working with so many different uh, organizations and folks already just uh, making a big change and then kind of, you know, taking uh, taking that out on the road and making a big difference uh, really across the country. And you're an inspiration and people need to go check out your YouTube page, start following you. Uh, and listen, you need to come to Bentonville, uh, meet this guy uh, firsthand. He's out and about all the time come ride and drink a sierra with me there we go come ride and drink a sierra with uh with jeremy mcgee that's exactly right so man thank you for this i appreciate it and um we'll have all of jeremy's info um on our website and as part of this uh podcast as well anything you want to else you want to say before we uh, sign off yeah do you mind if i use uh my sign off from the channel oh let's do it That'd be <laughs> all right everybody now it's your turn Put that phone down and go get your hug from Mother Nature. <laughs> Not that we were in Mother Nature for this episode, but you get the point. Oh, I get the point. I love that. <laughs> I love it. We may, we may have to steal a version of that. Oh, forward. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Well, man, thank you. This is another episode of a New American Town podcast. I'm here with the very cool, very inspirational, very hardworking uh, Jeremy McGee. Uh, my name's Aaron Mullins uh, with Visit Bentonville. We will see you next time. Thanks, folks. Thanks, guys.